Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, June 4th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Spaces, the Spark IBC AMA. Let's take a listen. All right. So this is the uh, Spark IBC AMA with Timmy and Cosmwatch. So let's get into it. Uh, Timmy, you want to just go ahead and start by giving us an intro? Yeah, so... I think most people in here know me, but just because we're recording and for future people. So I'm Tendermint Timmy here on Twitter or Tim, Timmy, whatever you'd like. Um, I've been involved with crypto for somewhat from the beginning. Like I remember mining like Dogecoin and Litecoin on a really bad laptop with a friend, but did not understand it until only maybe like 2016 uh 2017 like that bull market i really got sucked into um was just sort of a observer from the side and tinkerer before that and so i've kind of bopped around quite a few ecosystems um never really feeling that compelled to like get involved with the community too much mainly was a trader always traded from uh like a fundamental perspective which usually screwed me because things like doge would pump instead of the things i'd read the you know 100 page white papers on but uh i think i first bought adam when i i heard cz make that tweet about listing it for free like without a, a a fee to list it and that just didn't know anything about the technology. I think it was one of the only times back then I just bought something, not as a trade, but like on Coinbase. Just like, oh, that that's something. I'll look into that soon, but I'm going to buy that right now. Um, and then sure enough, you know, Binance Smart Chain got built on the tech, um, but kind of found out it wasn't like connected in the same way as a lot of things. So uh, around the time of the like Osmo and Juno airdrop, not right at the beginning, um, I came in a little bit late, like my Osmo airdrop was decayed and stuff, but kind of saw, well, like this is a flourishing thing. Um, started looking on Twitter mainly for uh, airdrop type stuff and just saw this community that I was like, wow, okay, I guess I might make a Twitter. <laughs> like I, I don't even really use my personal Twitter, just never been big on it. And uh, kind of in that same vein, like I've always wanted to build something in crypto, but I've never actually felt a particular like passion or specific idea that wasn't just you know another dex or another coin that does this or that um and a couple months ago we that, that kind of changed with spark so that's where that's where we're at now thanks timmy and yeah you've also been um helping us uh host the uh cosmonaut boot camps for cosmos spaces on wednesdays which uh, we want to thank you for for doing all those spaces i mean i know it's a lot of work well, we all have a lot of stuff going on outside, you know, crypto. And for you to take that time to actually host those spaces is, you know, something 
that uh, that we think is very valuable. So we appreciate you for doing those. Oh, that means a lot, man. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, even on our quietest nights, I think we've always had at least one person come up and ask stuff and just be like, oh my God, thank you so much. So that's that's sort of motivation enough. <laughs> and we've had some crazy nights too where it goes for hours and hours where we're almost like falling asleep, but people are just still hungry for more more information, you know? Yeah, that's the beauty of different time zones and Twitter being universal. Like, if you let it, a space could just go and go and go. People will wake up and be like, oh, it's this one that's going on with people who haven't gone to bed yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to Cosmwatch now. What's going on, Cosmwatch? Give us a little intro. Hey, Gaines. Um, yeah, so... Um... Yeah, this all came together, um, you know, probably a couple months ago. Um, and, and Timmy and I, you know, were chatting, you know, and just uh, brainstorming, um, you know, what we can do uh, for the cosmos. You know, what what uh, you know is our place here, and how we can help out the community. And um, yeah, personally, um, I I've been in technology all my life. Um, I am uh, a systems engineer, IT uh, person um, in the day, and um, you know, uh, dev by night. Um, I'm I'm a night owl, if uh, if you <laughs> if you couldn't tell. Um, but uh, yeah, um, basically, I've been in the cosmos for about a year and a half. Um, I've been programming for about five years. Um, seriously picked up web development about three years ago and just kind of fell into that rabbit hole. Um, I, I truly think the web is the future um, of where a lot of our applications will be. Um, we're already seeing that a lot now. And so I think, you know, Web3 is uh, the, next in a, uh, the next iteration of that. Um, so I'm just super stoked to be building Spark IBC. And, uh, you know, Timmy's, uh, he's, he's a great, uh, you know, co-founder and uh, friend as well. Um, and we're just super, super excited to get this thing going and, uh, get you guys, um, get you guys into, uh, some donations and, um, yeah. Thanks. I'll jump in with an, an anecdote. He says he's a night owl. I, I woke up to a message this morning. He and I are in the same time zone that was sent at 6.30 AM that said, all right, brain stopped working, made really good progress going to bed. It's like, wow, that kept going way longer than I would have thought. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I guess we'll all add, so like uh, we are we live in different states now, but uh, I've known Cosmwatch or Max for uh, since like, I think since I hit him with a dodgeball in summer camp in like second grade. So it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's been definitely been a while, uh, but it's been a good journey. So, so who told about crypto first? Was it you, Timmy, that told him first, or was it you, Max? Who got who got involved in crypto first? Oh yeah, yeah. Timmy, Timmy had talked to me about it for years, um, and you know, I finally, you know, bit the bullet. Um, probably a year and a half, two years ago, um, and I was like, all right, fine, you know, I'll get a wallet and see what it's all about. And holy crap, um, that's probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> so thanks, thanks for your persistence, Timmy. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's it's proven valuable to say the least. I was gonna ask you, this is the first time you guys work together on anything? Anything this big and serious? I'd say yeah. Um, 
but oh, we've done like we've done a couple like fun projects together and stuff. Uh, as kids, we used to do like videos and stuff. But uh, yeah, I remember uh, just on on your question about who got into crypto first. A couple, I don't know if you remember this, Max, but maybe like three months before we started building Spark is when we had found that old Facebook message from like 2014 or 15 or something that was like, yo, what is this thing? <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> we, should, we should look into this and build something. Yeah. <laughs> of course, we totally For- let that go. <laughs> Foreshadowing, for sure. Yeah. Cool, cool, guys. And what was the first coin you guys bought? Go ahead, Timmy, you first. Oh, wow. I mean, uh, definitely Bitcoin, like my Coinbase has some buys for like a couple hundred bucks, but I use that to buy stuff, not as an investment. <laughs> so uh, actually, I have the craziest story ever. The first time I ever bought Bitcoin, uh, or maybe it wasn't the first time, but there was a point where I wanted to buy Bitcoin with PayPal, and that was like impossible at the time. But I found this site called Verwox. Had no idea what it was, but it was called the Virtual Currency World Exchange, and it let you use PayPal to buy SLL, which is like Sierra Leone dollars or something, and then you could sell that for Bitcoin. So it was like a roundabout way. Only found out like years later that SLL—that's what I got when I Googled it—but it actually stood for Second Life Linden Dollar, and it was the currency for that game, Second Life. It was like a black gray market for selling the currency of a game and i use that to buy bitcoin with paypal (laughs) that's interesting dude that's interesting i just my first purchase was straight through coinbase um held bitcoin for a little while and then converted some of it to ethereum and started going into the uh you know centralized exchanges like binance kucoin and all that stuff but what about you max what was your first coin yeah, um, under Timmy's recommendation, uh, because you know I, I approached crypto, I think, with more of the uh, tech mindset instead of the financial mindset. Um, which you know I, I've kind of um, I, I want to learn more about the finance uh, side of things, uh, but uh, going into it, yeah, I was definitely um, in the tech mindset, and so uh, you know, Cosmos just really, really captivated me. Um, so yeah, that that had to be my first. Um, yeah, cool, cool. I always like asking those questions, you know, just to see what people got into right in the beginning of their journey in crypto. That's like yeah, the perfect icebreaker. Yeah, <laughs> we won't keep everybody waiting. Let's let's get into this. So yeah, well, what was the inspiration for Spark IBC, guys? Uh, Tim, you want to go? Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, Max might kind of get head down in code, um, pop back in if you want, but, uh, feel free to do your thing. Um, so it's funny. It started very, very small idea. Um, Joe Abbey, Jabby, uh, validator, uh, in the community here on Twitter, he was running a contest a while ago called the 8020 contest for Huawei. And the idea was if you're delegated to a validator in the top 20, and you redelegate to someone in the lower 80 uh, within some set time period, you would just be automatically entered into a contest. He was just like doing snapshots uh, of the chain or something. And I thought that was just really cool. I tagged a couple uh, other validators, which like in hindsight, I realized this are like 
technically competition, like other validators, they ended up donating into that prize pool. I think it was uh, Golden Ratio and Smart Stake and maybe one or two others. Um, and I just thought that was like super cool. Like that it was just the embodiment of Cosmos. Like these technically competitors um, were just trying to go for one effort, decentralization, like, you know, donating money, whatever. And I was like, it'd be really cool if they could have got sort of recognized or rewarded for that. Or in general, if there could be some platform other than me just tagging them that could be used to like bring more light to these efforts and uh, uh, exposure and like organization and, and all that sort of stuff. And so that's sort of where the seed of the idea started. Gotcha. And uh, Max, if you'd like to add to that, please go ahead. I'll move on to the next question. Yeah, no, um, I'm I'm good. I'm actually gonna um, jump back in the code, uh, but uh, I'll I'll stay here and listen. Um, might even hop in again. We'll we'll see. <laughs> feel free, feel free. Thanks, Emily. What problem is uh, Spark IBC really trying to solve? I get that question a lot from you know people within the community. Yeah, so I guess the one of the Cosmos's greatest assets, I think, is also a downside. And I wouldn't trade it for the world, but the whole like genuinely decentralized thing. And, you know, there's scams every now and then tokens that don't do well, whatever. We, we have Fortises sometimes, but like for the most part, compared to uh, a lot of like Solana, AVAX, there's less of like a centralized um, kind of organized effort behind things. And there's a lot of pros that come with that. That's sort of the ethos of crypto. But it also just causes like a little bit more fragmentation as far as, I think the best example is like marketing. I'm, I'm tired of opening a new tab on Brave and always seeing an ad for Solana or Phantom or AVAX or whatever and never, never Cosmos. Like, I get that there's a little bit of an attitude of like, oh, the tech will speak for itself. We don't need to do that stuff. And that's true to an extent. Um, there's also like the whole anti-shilling attitude in general of like shilling is frowned upon. But I believe if you're shilling something positive, that's good for everyone, that, that that's different. Um, so I just feel like Cosmos is missing a little bit of like structure. Um, but yet it has this community that would be willing to go above and beyond to like try and put those things into action. Um, I think they do great things, but like in essence, a little bit, I'm saying that I wish Ignite and the ICF like did their jobs a little bit better. <laughs> Definitely not like, in any way, but. <laughs> what? So yeah, so with that being said, like what, what kind of problems we'll be solving with like the, the platform? Can you kind of be specific a little bit? Yeah, so I guess, like, um, best example might be, so I guess, like, uh, we'll, we'll go into details kind of whenever, uh, whenever you think makes sense about, like, how the platform works. But essentially, we're, like, uh, a charity that focuses on raising funds for innovation and decentralization in, in the cosmos, whatever shape that might take. And... In particular, we're like chain agnostic, sort of. That's we're built on Juno, but we're built for the cosmos. And so, like, our first campaign uh, that we're going to be running is educational, like, workshops and materials. So, 
was kind of debating uh, when we'd announced this, but like now is definitely as good as ever. So we have like uh, Larry Zero X, uh, Callum, Zeke, uh, Zeke and Callum from from Dow Dow, uh, as well as Noah now from Dow Dow, that are all uh, volunteering a good bit of time. They've been putting together materials for workshops on everything from validating to taking your first steps to write some like Rust and code to some cool uh, Cosmosm smart contract things like flash loans for more uh, intermediate people. And so these are going to be like organized live events. Um, Discord has a feature kind of like Twitter spaces that's like uh, stages where people can be up on stage, other people can raise their hands. So we're going to be hosting these in our Spark Discord. Uh, They'll be live. They'll go through all these things. They'll have resources for people to like follow along with and build and learn stuff. Uh, And then, you know, open like AMA at the end if you have questions or want to dive into stuff. Um, And so I'm super happy to like be able to say that these guys are donating their time. So our funding goal, like they want to help us launch with a bang, is zero. Zero USDC, which is what we'll fundraise in. Um, But as an example of how it might run, Spark IBC might come out one day and be like, okay, for the next week, we're going to be raising funds for some educational workshops. Here's all the details. We have gotten, uh, you know, these four or five people all in agreement. They'll do these things, this amount of time and effort for, uh, you know, whatever pay, maybe 500 each. And so we might say, you know, for each 500 that Spark raises, we'll get another one of these people on board and host some workshops. Um, And then expanding that, you know, to my example earlier, just to provide more, like, examples i guess we might do something like that for marketing so i actually work in my day job at an advertising agency so this one idea sort of in a unique position where i could actually maybe like personally run the campaign um, or at least make sure it gets in the hands of someone who would but raise money to give cosmos an actual legitimate marketing pitch um I guess I'll stop there, but like, there's two, two pretty good examples, I think. So those sorts of things. No, those are some great examples. Those are definitely some great examples. And how would people um, actually be able to interact with the platform? Like, what do they have to do? Use Kepler wallet? Can you kind of like walk us through that? Yeah, totally. So the way it's going to work is uh, we'll have a website that uh, is kind of going into beta testing right now and we don't want to give a hard date but like we should be live and launching fairly soon um and so you'll go to our website and on our home page there'll be sort of two main options two tabs uh, by default you'll go to the campaign page tab uh which will be whatever sort of organized campaign effort we're running at any given time such as those examples i just mentioned Uh, And you'll be able to donate with USDC. Um, We do want to expand the funding options later to make it easy for people to donate with whatever. We'll just integrate with JunoSwap, swap whatever your donation is to USDC, um, and and send it where it needs to go. There's also a general fund kind of section of the main page or tab, which is open at like all times. Um, So campaigns will run for set periods of time. Sometimes there'll be downtime in between campaigns, but the general fund will always be open. And that one is more like a traditional charity where 
Uh, we don't anticipate getting too many donations there. I mean, who knows? This community always wows me. But um, that'll just be like, if people want to give a little bit here or there, we'll use it for administrative things, tipping volunteers that we feel shouldn't be donating as much time as they are. We already have a couple of those that are being awesome. Um, little contests, things like the 80-20 contest, uh, never just contests for like, oh, get some money for sharing a Spark tweet, but for things like help us decentralize a network, win some money, little things. Um, and that, that money for the general fund is actually going to sit in a multi-sig that myself and Cosm Wasm are on, or Cosm Watch, <clears throat> but it's a three-vote threshold. So, like, we would never be able to do anything, just us at Spark. And on that with us is actually Eric Io, who's up here, uh, Kevin Garrison from Oni Validator, and Golden Ratio Validator. So, took a while, kind of looked through community options. There were lots of really kind people that uh, were down to do it, um, but we thought this was just a really good mix of um, trusted people that I think the community all sort of agrees on and might make money sitting in a private wallet a little bit safer. Uh, as for the campaign, I guess I'll just add real quick. Whenever applicable, we'll route campaign-specific donations wherever they need to go. So, for example, let's say we were <clears throat> sponsoring uh, Joe Abbey's 80-20 contest. You would donate on our website because of our main selling feature, which I haven't even gotten to, uh, but it would route straight to his wallet. Like, whenever possible, we don't want to hold funds if, if we don't need to. I definitely I like that. I definitely like that. At, you know, you can route the funds to the cause instead of just having it go directly to you guys every time. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess we'll add, like, we aren't totally sure what direction it'll ultimately go in. We're, we're happy to take it either way. But the idea at first was that Spark IBC wouldn't, like I said, we started small. Um, wouldn't necessarily organize a lot of events. Like I think our very first white paper draft, it was worded like uh, may organize events from time to time. But for the most part, we wanted to just like help bring attention to and enhance and make better uh, all of the awesome efforts we see from other community members, such as like the AD20 contest. But, you know, over time, who knows how it'll go now. Maybe we'll be running and organizing more than we thought. Uh, trick, uh, yeah, Timmy, uh, for those that don't know what the 80-20 contest is, can you kind of explain that really quick? Yeah, totally. Um, so it was just a cool little on-chain contest. Uh, it was done for Huawei chain, but I think Joe Abbey, Jabby, the validator that ran it, uh, either has or said he plans to do it for other chains. Uh, the idea is just that if you're delegated to someone in the top 20 validators, and you redelegate to someone in the lower 80, and you do it within a certain time frame, um, you're just automatically entered into like a raffle contest. Um, you don't need to post on Twitter or anything. He was just doing snapshots on chain. Uh, and yeah, we just thought that was a super cool way to engage people and help decentralize the chain. Cool, thanks. So with, with that being said about, you know, directing funds and whatnot, like, is this considered a, you know, fully trustless platform or, you know, decentralized platform? What would you consider it? Um, so decentralized, yes, in that uh, our website's going to run on a cosh. All the money that moves around or 
being done in smart contracts. Um, but I guess no, a little bit just in that, like, uh, you know, we're not a down necessarily, uh, the, we're, we have the multi-sig for the general fund. So I would say it's like semi-trustless as a model. Um, and honestly, we, we went back and forth for like the first month or two when we were refining our model because everything probably sounds pretty simple from what I've described so far, just donating. Um, but we actually do have a lot more to it. We have uh, a token that is sort of associated that I'll get into here soon. Um, and we like spent a long time refining this model because uh, figured, you know, it matters. It's our main thing. And that's how initially we got in touch with the Dow Dow guys. Actually, we reached out to them. We're like, who better to ask about whether or not we should be a Dow? Uh, Cause we weren't sure. We know Dow's are, they have a lot of perks. People like them, trust them. Um, and the model we originally landed on is like, no, we're kind of semi centralized with me and Cosm watch uh, in charge of a lot of things. And then, uh, you know, all of us multi-sig signers in charge of those funds. And I think the best analogy I've come up with by far to sort of explain our thinking is when in sort of traditional charity donation, when you donate $5 to the Red Cross, let's say, the problem is not that you don't get to decide exactly which humanitarian effort in which country in which region that $5 goes to. Because in theory, that's why there are people employed by the Red Cross, right? There's people whose job it is to know uh, the best way to do all this. The problem is more so that <clears throat> we just don't really know where that $5 is going at all. Like, uh, we don't know if it's actually going uh, to the efforts we want it to or if it's just going into someone's pocket. So I think our model's the best of both worlds, where we have some people who are dedicated to making these uh, campaigns and efforts as best as they can be, making sure they run smoothly, get the most attention possible, but doing it all in an on-chain way so that everything is transparent and immutable. Cool. And like, yeah, when I was, you're running a campaign... Go ahead, go ahead, Claire. I was just going to say, I was curious why you, you hadn't done a DAO, so uh, uh, thank you for that answer. Actually, could, could I ask you then, Clay, like, did that as someone who kind of had that question, because we certainly did, does, yeah, any any more questions on that front, I guess, or does that kind of kind of tie it up in a bow for you? Well, I mean, uh, does is it that, like, Dow Dow doesn't have that capability now, or is it something that you plan on looking into in the future? Oh, how much? Like, is it, is it more of a capability thing, or just like a structure thing? It's more of a structure thing. Um and we do actually have a, a plan in the work works for a DAO where we slowly transfer control away from just Cosmwatch and I. But that's that's going to be like V2. That'll be a little bit down the road. We need to refine that model. Um, no, it's definitely more for structure. We had to go through all these. I, I guess, I don't know what your like next question was, Gaines, but part of that answer has to do with our token model. Um, and also just funding model in that, let's say we were a DAO and maybe you got voting power by donating. Uh, that's sort of the, the core of every model we thought of, uh, like revolved around that. And the issue there would be, you know, let's say uh, there's $10,000 raised uh, or in the general fund or something uh, 
total, like we're up into that point a couple weeks into launch. Uh, someone could come in and donate $15,000, have the majority vote, um, and like, you know, take all of the money then, including his back. Um, obviously, I'm sure everyone listening could poke holes in that, but when we got down to the nitty, there was always some kind of problem like that with the models. So, yeah, it was more of a structure thing, but we are actually working on like a DAO model. You can, you can kind of look at it like a sub DAO model, right? In a sense. Yeah, sort of. Um, and I guess, I guess to just stress, I know a lot of projects say this, but we are very much so making efforts to still put these efforts in the hands of the community. Like once you guys see our discord, um, which actually I'll, I'll probably post at some point here, like it's ready to go. Uh, you'll see, like we have it structured put a lot of thought even into the discord as far as getting people to participate in coming up with ideas for campaigns. So like there's two sections, there's a brainstorming channel where you can post an idea and I didn't even know discord had threads, but that is perfect. So your idea will get turned into a thread. So within the channel, you know, there's just one message for every idea with a discussion within it. So people can figure stuff out. And there's another channel called campaign proposals where once uh, either you or you and a group of people have sort of got the details down and some polish around a, a brainstorming idea. You can kind of bring it there and then talk with us from there. And if we like it, we will either, we'll leave it up to you. Either we can build out the idea alongside you and help you out or kind of take over from there. Um, so we still, even though we're not a DAO, intend to very much uh, be community driven. Yeah, being community driven is super important. So, like, let's just say, you remember that time I raised some funds for that um, thing I did for El Salvador, right? So as a community member, I would just go to your Discord and propose this idea. Um, and then we, you guys decide on it if it's a, a good campaign or not? Sort of, yeah. So I guess one thing we'll, we'll, we'll just make very clear is like we – how it works in practice, we'll just – you know, we'll, we'll see. We hope to never get in the position where, like, we have any reason to shoot down a good idea, um, so long as it's sort of within our mission statement and goals. So that's the one thing. Like, I would, I would actually want to uh, think of a way to find an exception for that example you just used, because um, I'd love to promote that. I mean, that's good exposure for the cosmos. So maybe that's how we can spin it. But like, our one mission statement would be whatever we raise money for has to directly benefit uh, a majority of IBC chains in some way. So even if that's maybe a project that's focused on just one chain, so it is specific, uh, maybe that's a project that doesn't exist anywhere else in the cosmos. So having it at all is an asset for everyone. Or things like marketing, or uh, we're, we're really trying to be, like all these different sovereign blockchains, it's so awesome. And it is so good from a tech standpoint and a bunch of different reasons that it's beneficial but it does sort of fragment uh leadership and sort of organization and certain like stronger one together right like divide and conquer that saying actually means divide them up so we can conquer them like cosmos stay strong stay together spark ibc is going to try and try and be a bit of that like chain agnostic is our is our big thing like we represent everyone and if you have an idea that's going to benefit most people at least in the cosmos, then we're probably going to be all for it. Gotcha. Yeah. So 
it's not going to be a platform for people to come up and say, Hey, I want to raise some funds for uncle Bob. You know, he's struggling with his uh, food standard over there. You know, it's, it's, it's for a good cause. It's not going to be related to that, those kind of things. It's going to be more related to stuff that's happening within the ecosystem. That's going to benefit the ecosystem. That's, that's what I'm yep. getting at. Right. Yeah. That's, that's totally accurate. But yeah. you know, Cosmos is a, big loving group of people so you know if everyone seems in support of something like your idea like raising funds for uh people in you know tougher living conditions or whatever if there's a way we can spin that you like you know make it a cosmos brand thing so cosmos gets exposure looks good doing it like and if everyone's in favor of it uh, we're not going to be like too too stingy you know well we're flexible (laughs) we want to help everyone but yes, not focused on non-Cosmos efforts for, for 99% gotcha. of things. I'll, I'll take questions up um, in a minute. All right. So I know that a uh, coin landing page, you came up here. Um, we'll take your questions here in a little bit. Thank you. So kind of, kind of want to go back and um, I know you touched on it a little bit, Timmy, but how come there's no tradable token that's, you know, attached to this platform? Grab some water. Um, yeah, no problem. So I don't, I don't know that question a little bit better. So like, how will people be incentivized to like participate in these campaigns? Does, does that make it better? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, we do have a token, um, but it's not one that's getting airdropped. It's not one that we're going to make any money off of because it's non-transferable. And so that's the spark token. And uh, we're actually going to make a push to call them spark points. Like there's no real need to refer to them as tokens. So the idea is for every $1 you donate, you get a spark token minted directly into your wallet. And it's sort of an immutable on-chain point system that sort of directly represents how much a given wallet has contributed to the cosmos. And we're kind of taking that in a lot of directions slowly. So our first sort of thing we're aiming at is uh, one of the prominent like things on our website is a leaderboard where it shows wallets um, based on their spark points. Uh, there's like two, three categories, <laughs> general donations, campaign donations, and total spark points. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, the leaderboard split into two sections because we sort of are thinking that this token and point system creates two main categories of opportunities, I guess. One being uh, gamification. Like, honestly, like people, A, just like to kind of compete, see their name on a leaderboard, do good, get big numbers, especially when it's attached to, like, charity, you feel less bad bragging. Um, but uh, beyond that, you'll also, we're going to have, like, an NFT system that is again, non-transferable. So there are certain things you'll be able to do on our platform, maybe donating a certain amount uh, to one campaign, maybe participating at all in a certain campaign, maybe uh, reaching a certain threshold of total donations. All these things might unlock uh, a badge that you can equip sort of on your leaderboard. So when you go to the leaderboard, if you're signed in with your wallet, You'll see your entry sort of separated from the rest up at the top, and you'll be able to do an on-chain transaction to replace your wallet address with a nickname, if you'd like, as well as pick from the list of 
NFT badges that you've earned, which one you want to display next to your name or wallet address. And then the other section of the leaderboard, or that section of the leaderboard, sorry, is for private wallets, just individuals. The other section is for validators. And it works the same way, but there's also another field for <clears throat> uh, custom text with a hyperlink you can put in. So like validators can link to their, their website or resources. Um, and we might, <laughs> we might um, expand that to like projects and maybe like protocols later. We're, we're not sure we're going to get some community input on that. But for now, it's, it's uh, just automatically if you donate from your validator address, we'll detect that and you'll sort of get credited as a validator. So the reason for like splitting these is because on the validator side, it also can start to be used not just as gamification, but as a measure of reputability. So just a measure, right? Definitely not an end-all be-all, but a long-term sort of dream of mine actually is for Spark Score to be integrated and shown on MintScan or PingPub or whatever when you look at validators. So it's just yet another metric that people can look at when deciding who they might want to uh, delegate with. Cool, Timmy. And like these campaigns, um, what type of uh, tokens will you guys accept for each campaign? Will it vary? Yeah, so because of the Spark Point model, for a while we wanted to do Juno, but then we realized like, oh, uh, well, A, there's the whole like funding thing. You don't want to raise funds for a campaign that we promised people we're going to do. And then the market crashes before it's time and we don't have the money to do it. Um, but on top of that, we don't want like one spark point to equal one Juno because, you know, a year or two down the line, it would be very unfair and very hard to earn spark points compared to right now, right? With the price of Juno. So it was going to be UST. Thankfully, we are taking the can't rush perfection pro approach and <laughs> building slowly. So. We're going to be accepting Axelar USDC as our main donation thing. And that's the only thing we'll accept to start. But one of our first like roadmap items will be to integrate with JunoSwap so that people can donate whatever they'd like uh, on our website. And as part of your donation transaction, uh, first, it'll just swap it to USDC on JunoSwap. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> We'd want to be in a scenario where, you know, we're holding a certain coin and it just starts tanking and you promised, you know, the campaign that you're going to raise a certain amount. So definitely makes sense. Good idea. Yeah. We, as soon as we realized that we were like, why were we ever thinking of not doing a stable coin? That seems so obvious. And as a, as someone who's going to be spending a ton of time on this project and already has like you and Max, like how are you guys planning to, you know, keep funding the project? Yeah. So that's, that's a good question. Um, it's definitely a labor of love right now. And there's like a couple different things we could do. Um, our, our initial idea, which I think is the most like standard and probably accepted, would be to take like a percentage of donations. So like one or two percent of funds raised for, you know, like administration fees. Um, but what we've kind of been like urged to do, which Kind of feels crazy. It, it, it felt crazy at first, I guess, because like Spark started very small for us. Um, now it seems a little more feasible, but 
if this had come from anyone other than Jack Zamplin, we were talking with him one day, I probably would have been like, oh, that's that's nice, but I, I don't know if that's realistic. He actually thought we should ask for like a couple years salary from community pools, like either Juno, Adam, Osmo, Secret, maybe a mix. Um, so that, and then like when that funding runs out, hope that we are up to a scale where a percentage cut would be enough to like pay a salary and, and keep us fed. But right now, just a labor of love. We're not too sure what exactly model we're going to go with. That's that's the one that most people seem like it makes sense. Um, but I don't know if, if it comes to that, I'll, I'll just feel weird <laughs> or not weird, but just surreal, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, next steps, like <clears throat> what are your next steps? Yeah. So doing some beta testing tomorrow with a couple people uh, on testnet. Um, we don't want to, like promise any dates, um, but it could be could be like ready and live as a platform um, as soon as Monday. Uh, definitely sometime this coming week. Uh, and I guess slightly more specifically, like I think tomorrow morning we're going to release our white paper. Um, and today we started spinning up. It's actually a perfect time to do it sort of sparks first like little side effort um the kind of thing we'd maybe try and fund eventually but again right now we just want to launch with a bang show everyone what we're about so labor of love um uh a sort of side thing we're doing called interchain info and so we have a twitter account I'm actually making our second tweet right now um and it's just going to be um a independent thing technically it'll be its own website um, but run by spark ibc that's just the ultimate repository of cosmos info so um just going to be a really easy site to navigate where you can look through everything in the cosmos however you want to do it maybe you want to do it by chain maybe you want to do it by category um get info cool links to everywhere um provide resources when possible um Infographics are what we're like starting with. We teased one a week or two ago that people absolutely love. Got like a couple hundred likes in a couple days. And so we just released like the updated version of that and its sort of sister one uh, today. We did the first one like an hour or two ago. And then literally just now while I was talking, posted the second one. I don't know if you want to. Oh, you're way ahead of me, Tricky. I love it. Yeah. Um, I, oh wait, no, yeah, that's that's about. actually the first one that's pinned up there. So we just uh we can pin the second one. Um yeah, I forget what your question was. I kind of got sidetracked there because I forgot I uh didn't even mention this sort of side effort, but just to like further I don't know, I just want to see the see the cosmos blow up as I know it will, but soon. <laughs> This is the one I, the one that I posted here to our tricky posted to the top. That's the most recent one, correct? No, that is, uh, there is a new one as of one minute ago, actually. Oh, okay. So I would do it. I'm just not a co-host. So no worries. You can just do it in your speaker. Yeah, you can still do oh, it. Oh, I can. You just click the share button. You're just so used to being a host, Timmy. 
<laughs> Literally, I was like, oh, there's no way that would work. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, even so... Though, even though, like, this one still is very helpful for, for people that are, like, curious. Like, hey, what are all the tokens in the Cosmos? You know, and the ones yeah. that are coming to the Cosmos. Like, yeah, I see Pupmos is up there and a few others that haven't launched yet. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, basically imagine, you know, this sort of info broken out into site form as well as more infographics like this. Um, we have a couple people that I think are going to be like unofficially slash officially like donating time and helping us. So like Thyborg, I I'm sure people have started to notice his amazing threads the past like month or two. He's just like busting out a awesome thread on Twitter with info per day. We've kind of reached out with him. Um, we're going to kind of like sponsor and bring a little bit more light on those. And then the best and most like long-term applicable of them, things that aren't just relevant for the week it's posted, you know, we'll archive on the site. Um, we've had Grits, um, who a lot of people know, Grits Dog, doing phenomenal work. He's been grinding away in this spreadsheet. He's an Excel mastermind, just like compiling the ultimate master list of all protocols, all wallets, all everything, like basically the uh, Excel plus version of these infographics. Um, and so we're going to set up a way that that kind of gets automatically translated into the interchain info site. So whenever a new project pops up, we go to that spreadsheet, put in the name, description, some links, image, and boom, new page on the site, ready to go. Um, so lots of just really fucking cool stuff in the works. <laughs> Excuse my language. No, you're good. A ton of stuff. A ton. Anything else you want to add to me or uh, Max that we might have missed to ask you guys? Uh, probably, but I imagine anything I forgot, like maybe if people have questions, it might come up in that. I think we got the meat of it for sure. Yeah, I'm sure, bro. I'm, you're probably really tired from working on this. That you, <laughs> your mind's just all over. But I'll open it up to the floor. Anybody else that wants to come up here and, and ask uh, Timmy questions about Spark? Now's the time to come up and request to speak. Looks like I got a uh, Glamidius Dow. Do you know them, Timmy? Yeah, we've spoken a few times. Um, cool. Definitely helped me out on a couple things, but go ahead and add them up. You need to know them better. I'll say that. There's a lot of people I want to get to know better in the cosmos, that's for sure. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, so, first of all, Timmy, huge. This is very much needed in the ecosystem. So, Super happy to see that you guys are working on this. Um, I was actually trying to, uh, oh, sorry, one second. I was actually uh, talking to uh, a couple other validators in the ecosystem about creating like a brand agnostic website uh, that basically looks exactly uh, like what you guys are, are doing with the Interchain Info website. So, I mean, we would love to work with you guys on this. I think this is going to be you know, awesome for people who are looking to learn how to start validating. Um, and also kind of just all the different options, like on how to get started, the pros and cons of going like, you know, the cloud server approach versus doing like your own bare metal system versus like a bare metal system that's like in Hetzner. So I don't know, I think this is going to be really big. Um, and I'm stoked to see that you guys are working on it. And I joined the Discord, so um, I'll be reaching out to you. Hopefully, we can uh, work together on some cool stuff. Just want to say thanks for doing this. 
we, we would be thrilled. Yeah. All the help we can get because more help just means the better we can make stuff. So we're flattered that, that you want to collaborate. Let's do it. Yeah. I think this, this is like one of those things where it's going to, I think this will get a lot bigger than uh, anyone imagines. Cause there's just so many cool stuff out in cosmos right now. And it's kind of weird that we don't have a place for all of it to live. Um, and that other uh, point that you brought up about, you know, assigning kind of like scores to validators, it's just like an easier way for people to see like exactly what the contributions um, might be. I mean, there's so many, like that NFT idea you mentioned, there's so many things that can be done with that um, in terms of just like demonstrating exactly what type of contribution someone made, how long they've been contributing, contributing. Um, anyways, yeah, I'm just super stoked on this. You, well, uh, you, there is something I somewhat missed that uh, you made me think of. So thanks. Like some people might have thought of this and wondered, um, that's really cool. But like, especially validators, let's say one's lower on the list, they might even be running like below cost. They don't necessarily have like money to throw around all the time. Um, and there's lots of ways you can contribute to the ecosystem that is not monetary. And we absolutely recognize that. And we have a plan in the works for, uh, it's probably going to be a second token called like Spark Plus or something, which is just for uh, additional things you can do uh, on top of like donating for the cosmos. Uh, the problem we're wrestling with is quantifying, you know, $1 equaling one Spark point makes total sense. But how do you exactly judge how much, uh, if, if they're going to be sort of one-to-one with normal Spark points, how do you judge exactly like uh, how much a code commit is worth or uh, running a volunteer event or whatever? So we are working on a way, um, actually a DAO-based way, to uh, sort of distribute points for non-monetary uh, efforts and contributions that will be uh, more decentralized than the base Spark model. Coin landing page, you there? No, you had a question. Yes, I'm here. Well, first of all, hello to everyone, uh, or good evening, uh, depending on where you're from. I had a couple questions. Um, for the leaderboard, uh, would there be like a special section for uh, contributions that are not monetary? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so probably, yeah, the way that the way we think it'll work now, and this is definitely subject to change. Is so right now there's three uh, columns on the leaderboard, three like sections: uh, general donations, campaign donations, and total spark points. We might just add another category for spark plus points, and then the total spark points category is your culmination of both normal spark and spark plus points. Because the idea is we we don't want to separate them too much because uh, that kind of takes away from the feeling that they're they're both equal and they're both uh, signs of contributing, right? So um, the total column will be a combination, but then there will be its own like broken out column where you can see Spark Plus donations, and you know we'll have it eventually. I don't think we're going to have this quite ready at launch, weirdly, because blockchain stuff is way harder than we thought. But eventually, we'll have it so you can sort by any column as well. So you could sort by Spark Plus and see who the top non-monetary contributors are. Uh, absolutely. For both private and validator wallets. Uh, yes. and, and yeah, we might open up that validator section to like 
more than just like maybe also projects and uh, protocols. Yeah, because the reason I'm, I was asking is like maybe um, just like what we're doing, right? We're also working on something to um, like contribute to the cosmos and everybody using it. Um, how a project would like get points without buying or uh, donating to other uh, like fundraisings? Yeah, so again, like model very much pending right yeah. so um nothing set in stone but mm -hmm. the... so so then uh, i have a second i have a couple questions i have one like two more uh yeah. and then uh, a couple other things uh so when a fund gets raised successfully and they get and they decide they want a little bit of guidance from a spark ibc maybe uh who and how will it be decided where the funds go yeah so how just like a campaign basis so for example if it's something like the 80 20 contest uh or yeah so if it's something like the 80 20 contest um it would route straight straight to that wallet if it was a marketing type effort um depending on who so like let's use marketing as an example um because uniquely i might handle something like that because I, I work in advertising uh they, they might like actually go to me but the way that would work as a general example would be like we ahead of time before launching the proposal with all the details on our page and going public we would be reaching out to marketing agencies or uh, marketing crypto people that we find on twitter or through connections whatever finding a sort of price getting an estimate how much um what kind of conversion rate could we expect to get with uh, X amount of money? How much, when might, at what point might we start to see like a decay in performance for spend, all these sort of metrics, get a certain figure together, bring that to proposal. Um, and in like that kind of case, it might route the donations automatically into whoever we're hiring's wallet. Um, other times when, let's say it's for an effort that, doesn't exist yet or if it's a contest that we're running let's say we run something 80 20 style um it would just be a new multi-sig that's made up uh mainly just for the purpose of security so it would still be a multi-sig that like one or two people would have control over maybe cosm and i you know if spark was doing a contest uh mainly just sort of one of our wallets got compromised or something somehow lost our hardware wallet uh whatever uh, wouldn't be totally screwed, but um, not to make it like extra decentralized in that sort of case. So definitely case by case basis. And we're just going to be extremely transparent with all that. So like in on our website for the campaign details, you'll scroll down and you'll get all sorts of info. Like, is it a tiered campaign where there's different goals we're trying to get to like 500 for one instructor, a thousand for another, whatever um exactly where the money's going if it's getting routed to somewhere if it's being held by us in sort of escrow all those sort of details so people can totally factor that in and uh i guess that leads to another sort of reason why like we're not a dao because you get all that info you could even verify the contract on chain and if you don't like it you just don't donate and that's like totally okay obviously all right nice um 
so then the last thing would be um so will interchain info be like an, an, a news edu and education platform a blog or what kind of content will you serve um like you kind of answered it or you hinted at it before but it's not completely clear yet to me at least yeah so i think um I think like the the bio there probably does it best best justice. So like an aggregator, creator, and hoster of informational content. So aggregator and hoster in that you know sometimes we might work with other parties such as like Thyborg or there's tons of people in a, in a Cosmos we want to work with this where when they make really cool uh, and interesting medium articles, Twitter threads, videos, whatever, uh, we might host those on Interchain. When there's time, you know, I'm also like a graphic designer. I enjoy this stuff. I like making those infographics and doing research on stuff. So we'll occasionally post our own stuff in the time, uh, it, in over time. Um, very sort of just like a, a general purpose hub for like what we want it to become. Here, here's the best answer: is like uh, you come to Cosmos, um, you're kind of familiar. You played around with a couple protocols. You found Interchain Info because it's a massive resource that everyone kind of points you to. And from there on out, whenever you want to be like, okay, let me try some other DEXs or let me go see what lending and borrowing is actually in the Cosmos. Uh, you can go get go there, find all that info. Like, I don't know if you guys have looked at the Cosmos ecosystem page, like the official one. Um, it's like just not super helpful. Like there's a lot of things that aren't actually in Cosmos and then other things that aren't like live yet and it just doesn't not organize super well. So almost like a much more fleshed out informative version of uh, an ecosystem page for like all of the Cosmos with not just a page, but a whole repository of information and, and documents and cool info on everything from wallets, interchange security, staking. Um, yeah. Hopefully yeah. that's a good answer. Yeah, it's nice it's nice to 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 hear. Um because this could in some kind of way like relate or we could even like if you look at your DMs you'll probably find a message uh about a, a collaboration possibly. Uh, we're working on a platform that also aggregates uh, data uh within the cosmos. And we're looking to like work with more validators and see if and what kind of information they would like to see. So we're we're taking a different kind of approach, more design oriented, web design oriented, while at the same time um, providing a central place for all the social links and basic information. So I I could definitely like see um, like a, a collaboration between these two platforms like an intersection of uh, content that they serve. Yeah, let's uh let's definitely chat. I will uh I saw your DMs didn't get a chance to read them just kind of <laughs> heads down in this, but uh I'll yeah, reach out yeah. after this we can set up some time to chat this coming week and um definitely right. be interested. Yeah. This coming week might be a little difficult due to medical reasons, but um like the week after definitely. Okay, cool. Flexible. Yeah, I'll, I'll reach right. out and we can set up whatever works for you. All right, nice. Well, I'll leave the floor open. Thank Thanks you so for much. answering the questions. Uh, very curious to see where this is going. Yeah, really solid questions. Helped me kind of dig into some stuff. Appreciate it. Nice. Thanks, Coin Landing Page.
for coming up here. Appreciate you. Thanks Anyone for having me. Like, yeah, no problem. Anyone else have any questions for Spark IBC? Eric, uh, I thought you had a question for Timmy, but not sure if it's already been answered. He might be busy with his kids. No, it, it was answered earlier. Yeah. Eric's pretty in the loop. <laughs> yeah, I'm in yes. the loop of things. Cool. Yeah, if anyone else wants to come up, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm just super excited. I think uh, we we started with such like just small aspirations and expectations and stuff that even just getting to this point is like I think Cosm and I both feel just awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Like we we got a, a core uh, one grant. Um, a month or so ago and uh we're also like that kind of stuff that's going to be completely transparent how it's spent we'll have that all spreadsheeted out but like that that was crazy that's when we were kind of first like oh like this is this is gonna be a real thing people are loving this idea everyone we pitched it to was so on board we got so much support and uh kind of crazy that we're finally here talking about it yeah yeah a lot of work dude that's why I, I guess Max is a little quiet over there. He's he's busy. I'm sure he's bumping some drum and bass and just typing away. <laughs> uh, Timmy, could you do us a favor and uh, pin the Discord to the top? I don't think you got around to it, just in case people want to join the Discord. Yes, absolutely. All right, I actually haven't sent that tweet out, so I guess it is time. Let me cool. let me go ahead and do that, and I'll, I'll pin it up there. Give me a sec. And it looks like we got somebody requesting to speak, but I don't know if, oh, should we give it a shot? <laughs> you know me. I'm game. I, I let Jimmy come up when I have my Let's boot pants sometimes. <laughs> Let's try it. You can just be quick on the, on the button. <laughs> hey, thanks. Um, so, uh, excuse my ignorance, but where can I learn more about uh, Spark IBC? I tried your site, um, but I'm on mobile and I can't connect. So is there like a wiki yep. or something? Yeah, we are, we're not quite live yet, but um, no alpha. I'm about to, I'm gonna, about to post the Discord link now. And I guess for, for the people in this space, I know we're not going to post it till tomorrow morning. But if you look around our Discord, you will find the link to the white paper. Oh, sweet. Cool. Thanks. Um, oh, this is insane. My computer is so frozen now, of course, which is where I'm trying to get the Discord link from. So bear with me, guys. But yeah, I'll, I'll post that. You can come in there. And honestly, this goes for everyone. Like, feel free to DM me on Twitter or Discord. If you just have any specific questions, feel free to ask them in uh, any of the applicable Discord channels. Um, or right now, if you wanna, if you wanna come up. Is that Itachi on your profile pic? <laughs> Say again, Itachi. Oh, I don't know. I, I I watched it when I was eight years old. Uchiha Itachi. Am I not <laughs> saying it right? No, it's, this is. I just have a meta rat. <laughs> as Actually, my you, profile. you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Naruto, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure one of those. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely not. <laughs> Unless he's Russian, which oh shit! Boy, I, oh my, shit I just opened it. That's a, like a communist. 
yeah, I, I acquired and made this well before everything started, so I might have to update here soon. <laughs> if you look at the picture without actually opening it, just run through your profile, it looks like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, but um, Timmy, uh, Timmy, Jimmy wants to come up. You down? You down? To answer some questions. <laughs> um, let's make sure nobody else wants to. Um, worker, worker B's next. We'll give it to Worker yeah. B. Welcome, okay. Worker B. How you doing? Hey, hey before, guys. Before you ask uh, a question, Worker B, are you going to be at Decentral? Yeah, I am. Sick. We'll see you over, yeah. bro. We'll link up. Um, I'll keep it easy, easy on you guys because uh, I'm I'm getting new into using command line and navigating the blockchains and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of teaching myself from the start, just using YouTube and everything. But one thing I really noticed is that once you get to where you download a blockchain and start trying to run commands, there is no material out there for beginners. Um, there's no real like basic using flags and switches. And, you know, it's just, it's just a little difficult to like take myself to the next point. There's no real material out there. I was just about to say, I bet Cosm Watch can uh, can feel you there, and I saw him throw up some reactions. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like I want to do stuff. <laughs> I open it up and just stare at the screen all the time. Yeah, we're gonna be um, totally empathized with you there, like one hundred and ten percent. You know, it's it's not exactly like Ethereum where you can just kind of Google stuff and you know find the answer there, but. Um, you know, I some stuff that I've uh, discovered in kind of my and um, how I go about troubleshooting or just finding info um, is, you know, search the, um, you know, the uh, Discord is a good resource. Um, people ask, ask a lot of questions in there. Um, you know, I'm probably primarily referring to the Juno Discord. Um, I'm not sure if that's what you're referring to, but that's a good resource um and then uh feel free to dm me um i've i've uh, definitely learned enough to be dangerous um so I, I think i can share some knowledge um and if i don't have an answer for you i can uh i can definitely point you in the right direction or find somebody who can answer your question um cool. but yeah totally totally feel you there <laughs> yeah it's like that's the next step is you know as i'm going through this too i'm like i just really want to document this and you know, put this, put a little cheat sheet for the next guy who comes through. Absolutely. Um, I've, I've been thinking along the same lines. Um, there, there should really be, um, I'm, I'm a learn by example kind of person. And so I think, um, having some examples out there or more examples, um, you know, out there would be really helpful for folks just coming in the space and just kind of uh, at a glance, uh, picking up kind of the patterns um, that you see, um, I guess, more so in um, like uh, contracts and um, interacting with them via JavaScript. But also um, that that goes kind of in the, the same way for, um, you know, CLI and Juno D uh, querying the blockchain that way. Um, uh, but there are many similarities between the two. So they, they kind of, um, once you learn one, it, it's kind of um, the same format uh, to communicate with the blockchain um, on the other. Um, so it becomes easier in that way. But uh, yeah, there definitely needs to be more resources out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's all I want to mention. 
I heard you guys mentioning uh, some boot camps and stuff or, or like little bits of education. So I was like, just want to get that info out there. For yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the workshops will be a really good resource. Um, and obviously at that point, you know, we'll, we'll open it up to the floor as well. And so you can, you know, feel free to come up, ask questions. Um, we got some really, really knowledgeable people there. Um, you know, people that know way more than I do, um, as far as, uh, you know, blockchain communication goes and, um, coding and, and CLI and all that stuff. Um, so they'll definitely have some answers for you. Um, but I, I definitely want to make an effort, um, you know, uh, to to put more resources out there for um, developers, uh, Web three or not, um, to come into the you know um, Cosmos space, um, and you know be able to to get up and running fairly quickly uh, because it it really shouldn't um, for the great technology that we have, there really shouldn't be a huge barrier to entry. Um, if you're interested, then, you know, there should be resources out there to, to get you going, um, and people for you to, to, um, you know, answer your questions. So, um, yeah, I'd love to see us do some more work on that front. Cool. Appreciate it guys. Yeah. Thanks for being. And, uh, yeah, again, feel free to DM me, uh, if you have any questions, um, on like CLI communication, uh, to the blockchain and stuff. Um, definitely been, uh, doing, doing that a lot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I, I followed you now. I got a few people I reach out to and ask, but yeah, I mean, that's the name of the game right now is just finding people who you can ask. Yeah, yeah for right. sure. <laughs> I got Jimmy, a, ready for Jimmy? <laughs> I got a link to the discord up above, by the way. Finally. Are, are you ready for Jimmy? Yeah, funny enough, I don't know if he realizes it, but through trolling, Jimmy's like one of my most loyal listeners and viewers. He's pretty much in every space I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, let's do it. If no one else uh, is trying to come up. I love my little otter buddy. Sh Shalom, Jimmy. Well, I'll just mention that there is plenty of documentation on the Cosmos website. I would say actually the Cosmos website has more documentation than most other blockchains. Yeah, I think. I'm not really sure what he's referring to when he says that he's looking and staring at the computer. Um, what is it that he wants? Are you, are you referring to work at <laughs> I don't know. His avatar yeah. doesn't looks more like those things out of Aliens and Predators than a worker bee. It's a worker bee with a mask on. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm just uh, getting comfortable with the tech. You know, I'm still learning how to navigate my way around i'm, I'm kind of confused like, are you saying operating a node or something like this or um even just like querying information just looking up my own address trying to find really that's all on the cosmos website that's like so okay wait i actually have a question here and jimmy you probably have a different answer than worker b because i know you're pretty knowledgeable so i'm more interested in, in worker b's answer here as someone who's kind of getting into this and and cosm launch too maybe I, I've heard what you're saying a lot, Jimmy, and I've looked at it, and there is like more documentation and resources for the Cosmos SDK and Tendermint and IBC and all that. Than yeah. Most, like, yeah, but I think the problem is, and this is what I want to turn over to Worker B and Cosmwatch, kind of sorting through it and finding what you need and like getting it into your head in an efficient way. Is that's what I've heard from a couple people. Like, there's tons of resources, but for some reason, I just can't. 
I don't know. Well, what are your guys' thoughts on that as people are kind of dealing with it now? Yeah, it is definitely a lot of info. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm so new that I'm new to, to Linux. So, you know, coming from the point of like, I'm still learning how to organize the users, the permissions and stuff like that. Um, whenever I find info, it kind of seems to already assume that I know the basics and I'm like so far in the basics. It's just about me. How good at Rust are you? At Rust? Zero. I mean, I, I, uh. I'm learning all that stuff right now. I got some apps and stuff. I'm, I'm oh, practicing okay. Python. And like I said, I'm, I'm just set up a, I tore apart a laptop, put it back together and, and put in um, Ubuntu. So that's what I'm playing with right now. Have you ever interacted with object oriented languages before? Um, besides like playing around with a little app I have that does uh, JavaScript, no. Are you using uh, Koten or what are you using for that? It's called let me get the exact name of it it's called solo learn it's just a little module on my phone and oh, i'll okay. do like you're using a module on your phone okay yeah yeah um okay so jimmy take this as a compliment actually but like i think you suffer from the most common ailment i see among smart being a massive homosexual well hey you do your thing otter no judgment here um no that I don't know exactly what you do. I don't know if you're dev, but just knowledgeable people, devs in particular, they really lose perspective of what it means to be new, like brand new. And like just how many basic questions there are for things. Like I see that so often. I try and. Well, I think the reason why is because I think a lot of new people think there's like a, it's like asking a favor from someone who's well connected. They think there's a shortcut, right? But in truth, the shortcut does not exist. It's only the documentation. And it may take a long time to go through the documentation correctly. Sometimes when you're new, especially for Rust and Rust-related languages, like, for example, you know, Polkadot has Substrate. And, you know, the thing that I dislike about the way that they teach Substrate is they, they, do, they do presume that you know a lot about something like Rust um, or that you're coming from a JavaScript uh, or, you know, Solidity-type background. And then they explain, you know, the type of conversions you would need to do or the type of, um, you know, the differences in how strings are moved and so forth. And I dislike that because um, it, it assumes that you, you understood the purpose of what you're trying to get into in the first place. So, for example, in Solidity, it, the, the issue of Solidity is that, um, you know, the more complex it gets, the, you don't need to necessarily optimize it. The contract right that's like an inherent issue with solidity devs is that it just becomes more and more and more complex the more like for example if you're creating a DeFi project i've seen very strange things in my life very strange things i've seen you know integrations of the graph here getter functions and variables here that kind of overlap with the integration and don't need to really be there I've seen a microservice layer on top of it. I've seen, you know, transfer addresses, you know, just I've seen people not even understanding how to multiply integers correctly to reduce, um, you know, error messages. And um, there is no consequence for this, right? Because if it goes through, the fees on a lot of these new chains are so incredibly low that they don't get punished for it, right? Because in business, like if you work at Apple, the code is really bad 
there is going to be a consequence because it's not going to process very well, right? It, it will it will congest like just the app that you're going to be making, right? So if you're making an app and the code doesn't make a lot of sense, like there'll be so many problems that you yourself will have to debug it, right? And or it may not work, right? So there's a cost, but there's no cost for a lot of these things, and I think that's really the issue. So what they see is on YouTube, a lot of YouTubers just write shit, total garbage shit. And it goes through, it compiles. And they think, oh, this guy is so smart. He's so smart. And then when they try and do the same thing, it doesn't really work that well, right? Or when they try and do the same thing to someone who might prospectively employ them, they talk about, like, why does it look so disorganized? I mean, anyone who who's a dev here will tell you the first thing that they dislike is disorganized code. Am I right, guys? Am I right, guys? Come on, give me some love. No, I know. No, I know. Yeah, there's a, okay, there's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think the way that you do this correctly is through the work of documentation, through careful documentation, understanding, and through study of that. I know people who've done the 16 hour solidity video followed by careful review of documentation, you know, and it would take them a long time to just study hard. We were talking about something harder to do than, you know, uh, I don't know, like some type of actuarial licensing exam. You know, you just have to really dig yourself into it. And then from there, you have to start doing little problems for yourself. It's I've always felt this is very self-guided. But what I don't like is when someone comes in and says, you know, I don't understand the documentation. You know, I'm, I'm so new to this. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to hold your hand? You want me to, you know, put some baby powder on your ball sack? Just read the documentation, man. And if you have a problem with the documentation, don't go on Discord and say and ask a lot of questions. Keep trying to figure it out. Watch videos. Because believe me, if you try and constantly go on the Solidity Telegram channel, which I don't know anyone who's a Solidity dev has gone on and constantly ask questions, eventually you'll learn to just ask someone when you have a problem. You cannot do that in this game. That's the weird thing about Web3. You cannot do that. Because there are consequences. It goes through, it compiles, but it doesn't work properly. And then when it stops working correctly and you work with someone or you work for someone, are you going to go on the Solidity Telegram channel and ask questions then? I mean, seriously. It, it, so that's what I would say to, to Worker B. I mean, like, don't be lazy. Read the documentation. I, I yeah, would want to no, um, jump in and say I think there's a balance, though. Getting help when needed and having the ability to ask someone is a valuable tool so long as you keep uh, the core of what you're saying, Jimmy, in mind. Like, I right. do agree for the most part, but. Like Jimmy's saying is, like, you want to learn it from the ground up for yourself so that you know what you're doing and, like, you know how to keep it clean and, and uh, size efficient and everything. I, I'm actually uh, starting at the post test. I, I know machines more, so I'm starting at the post test and, like, I'm messing around with the i think they call it the grub um so I, i'm like really taking my time going from the very base ground i want to know every single layer stacked on top you know so when i'm writing code i know exactly why i'm doing it and how to do it more efficient so i i agree with you there jimmy well of course you have to agree with me i know more about this than you do <laughs> yeah, we don't know that yeah, though funny. you're an otter what, what have you built can you tell us that's the problem well, with an anonymous I built account. a rat, and I've I fucked up some beavers and dismantled their their dam. So okay, 
because I mean, you know more than him about code. The code, I, I, I the code code of, the, of the bay. <laughs> Have you ever watched a live stream of otters in Monterey Bay? I tell you, it's not an easy life floating. No, I've had a Monterey coat. Bay stream. I've had a Monterey Bay stream up during this whole Twitter spaces. There's some jellyfish, some chill music. It's pretty cool. That's right. Do you like kelp? Kelp, kelp's great. Um, I want to write. <laughs> I think we should focus back in on the conversation and also maybe like wrap up if needed. I'm definitely happy no, to. We're, we're, we're good. No, we're good. Uh, Timmy, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, yeah. But it was a, uh, it was a good space and thanks for coming up here and talking about spark IBC. There was a ton of good questions that came from the audience. Thanks for stopping by worker B and coin landing page and cause and not cause and watch. Um, Clo- Chlamydia. No name. Coin Please. landing. Yeah, I guess I, I guess I want to shout out real quick too. So uh, around the time we started doing this, um, Jacob Remy started um, the idea for like Atlas Dow and Sky Monks. It was funny. We were like kind of talking back and forth, and um, they're sort of doing like a similar thing, more focused on real world things where they want to raise money uh, for for like real world off chain efforts. Um, but really love what they're doing and they uh, are giving away a sky monk to someone who is in here. And since we're at the end now, I'll say people who came up have a, a slightly better chance if, if you came up and talked and uh, asked questions. So thank you so much to Atlas Dow slash Skymonk NFTs and uh, Jacob, who's kind of behind that for sort of giving one away here. We'll uh, probably pick a random winner and reach out to you tomorrow, I assume. But um, just needed to add that in there because that's much appreciated. Thanks, Timmy. And keep us updated with uh, any progress on the project. Yes, sir. We'll probably do post a lot, uh, white paper on Twitter tomorrow. But for the, the people in this space, if you're really interested, you should be able to find it in the Discord. All right, Timmy. Any, uh, any final thoughts or things you want to bring up before I end the space? I'm about to crawl into bed and sleep like a light. all right all right well i hope i see a lot of you guys and girls over there at decentral it's gonna be a blast thanks again everyone have a great night and we'll see you tomorrow on the uh cosmos spaces ama sunday show at 12 p.m eastern and remember to delegate to cosmos spaces oh yeah thank you timmy good night everyone good night good night night, everyone thanks cosmos spaces and gains appreciate you guys having the space night everyone thanks so much for coming Take it easy, Max. Take care. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmos Spaces, Spark IBC AMA, recorded on Saturday, June 4th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funding the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support my little dream here transparent cows i gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year take a second look around the psyops is winning 
Set the table, we just biopsy dinner. Now, I'm gonna react to that and act like I'm telling you a personal anecdote. Something to break the tension. Something to endear myself a little bit. Something kind of uh, embarrassing. <laughs> and you guys are gonna make an awe sound. It's true, it really happened. They got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go. When it's fine if I don't know, I already sold my soul. Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino. Feeling up, I'm in a bowl with these avalanche flows. Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going. And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore. And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble. Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's. Putting wins on the board every fucking day. They love me on the team because I know my fucking place. Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning. I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be ceasing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Imagine a world in which an old dying man's last dying wish is fulfilled. Alexa? Can you play that one Sci-Fi space where he clowned all the Safe Moon and XRP bag holders and then told everyone to buy Luna because it was going to a thousand? I'm, I'm confused why we're not talking about the fact that you can easily like 300x your money on XRP. Like, you know, I son, I remember a time. And it's Alexa, enough. I'm trying to reminisce now. I remember a time before Terra Spaces existed, when things that were said on random Twitter spaces would just get lost to the proverbial black hole of time. 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 That's the best bet. <laughs> Why isn't Luna in wind turbines? Hey, guys. Though? I'm reading all about these wind guys, turbines. Guys, do you mind if I explain Cardano a little bit? Because I've been in Cardano since like 2018 and I can't give you a full breakdown. Um, just when you thought it was safe to shill shit coins. Oh my god, you guys, I don't know what to do. So much blood. It's so red. From the creators of Your Exit Liquidity, in association with We All Love to Hear Ourselves Talk, Inc. For more information, go to terraspaces.org slash donate. Spaces.